This morning I'll offer a guided sit focusing on the development of samatha, of tranquility meditation. which we could say is synonymous with the development and the practice of concentration. Tranquility being an unperturbed, peaceful, and lucid state of mind that's attained by the development and the blossoming of strong mental concentration. It's important to keep the mind and heart bright and spacious so that there aren't any struggles anywhere. So beginning our guided sit this morning, settling into your posture, finding an appropriate sitting posture as you're sitting on the floor or sitting in a chair where bodily discomfort doesn't exist or at least it's minimal. So taking a moment just to settle in in this way. Struggling with bodily pain isn't a struggle worth engaging in in this practice of samatha because it keeps the attention rooted on a gross level. So it is really skillful and helpful and kind in relationship to your practice to find a posture where bodily discomfort is minimal. And it can help to facilitate this, taking a moment or two now to do a body scan in your posture, your sitting posture, either on the floor or in the chair or on a bench. And this can help you to sit in a relaxed manner. So scanning your body from head to toe, toe to head. and letting go of tension along the way. And we'll begin now by gently making a simple and clear intention to make the breath, the touch sensations of the breath, your focus of attention. 
So in your own way, gently offering this intention to yourself. Keep it simple and light. It's not a demand. It's an intention that stems from the heart. And it's filled with good energy, loving kindness, patience, a wholesome attitude. This practice of mindfulness of breathing, the Pali word is anapanasati, mindfulness of breathing, asks us to develop the ability to stay with the object of attention, with the breath being our initial ongoing object. This is where the attention is focused. And this is the first step. And basically the most important and maybe the most difficult step of this practice. Applying the attention. Vitaka, as Pat spoke about last night. And the translation, the classical translation of Vitaka is applied thought. So we're applying our thought The thinking is to make the breath our object of attention. And we do it with this clear intention to constantly return the attention to the breath in the area of the nostrils. And with this, staying relaxed and interested in the process. The development of concentration is hindered by getting stuck and identified with attachment to any bodily or mental experience, be it a pleasant experience or an unpleasant experience. So no matter what else arises in consciousness, any sense door or mind consciousness, we practice with this simple intention to not dwell anywhere but with the touch sensations of the in and the out breath. With each of the sense doors eyes, ears, nose, tongue, touch, and the mind door, the thought door. With all of the sensory information that comes to and through each of these sense doors, with this practice of cultivating 
concentration, the intention is to let go and just very simply return to the breath. Let go, relax, and just simply return to the breath with an interested, bright, easeful, and relaxed energy and attention. So now bringing your attention to the breath sensation at the small space between the upper lip and the edge of the nostrils. Or, there's a few choices here, bringing the attention to the breath sensation just below the nose, maybe at the edge of the nostrils. Or at the top edge of the upper lip, And for a few people, they find that they're most uh, connected to the sensations of the in and out breath at the tip of the nose. So taking a few moments now to find your place of attention in this area. The place where, at this point, you're most easily able to notice and to feel the sensations of the in and the out breath. At this point, let the noticing be a general noticing and keeping the attention clear and connected. And again, at the same time, soft and relaxed. At what is called the anapana spot or the touching point. Wherever that is for you this morning. and not hurrying, taking your time. You have all the time you need.
And now, mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the in-breath at your touching point place. You may also be aware of sensations of the out-breath, but giving your intention, your primary attention of paying attention to the sensations of the in-breath. However they are. A natural breath, not trying to breathe in any special way. Connecting, receiving, and knowing the sensations at the touching point of the in-breath. is a practice of not trying to get anything. It's a practice of receiving.
And now mindfulness primarily of the sensations of the out-breath at the touching point. For most people, the sensations of the outbreath are subtler than the in-breath sensations. So opening the receptivity of heart and mind, relaxing into this subtle experience however it is. Don't follow the breath up into the nose, up into the nose or down into the body. Or don't follow the breath out of the body. Just stay at your touching point. Following the breath up into the nose or down into the body and through the body and out the body will actually keep you from perfecting your concentration. And now mindfulness of both the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point.
keeping it very simple. Staying with the breath at the touching point as it brushes or touches either the top of the upper lip, around the edges of the nostrils, or the point for you is the space between the nose and the upper lip. This is what will enable you to move towards perfecting your concentration. in relationship to thinking and wandering mind. This is a practice of a deep and eventually profound letting go. Not clinging, not pushing away, but just very simply recognizing what's happening and very simply letting go which means not being attached or averse to anything. The conditions, the physical and mental conditions within you. Even silence, as well as all the various conditions around you, which includes any experiences that come in through the six sense doors. And it also includes any results or fruits of concentration practice that show up. So not clinging and not pushing away. Recognizing and letting go. In a very simple way. With this practice, one needs to be willing to let go of thought. It's sometimes spoken about as willing to cut thought. 
but sometimes that has a harsh connotation. So we'll stick with willing to let go of thought. So the practice is to just briefly, lightly recognize that thoughts occurring. And then just simply let it go. So again, the intention to let go and not dwell anywhere except with the breath sensations at the touching point. This needs to remain clear and firm with this practice. When you notice that the developing concentration is starting to crumble around the edges or maybe it's fading into wandering mind or you notice that concentration's been totally lost, with gentleness and the kindness of a patient heart, just Simply renew your intention to come back to the breath, to focus with connection and with clarity, and at the same time with relaxed attention to the sensations of the in-breath and the out-breath at the touching point. No inner evaluation or discussion is at all necessary. (laughs) 
when the breath is subtle, you shouldn't make the breath more obvious. This will actually cause agitation and your concentration then won't develop. Just be aware of the breath as it is. And if it's not clear, just simply wait for it where you last noticed it. You'll find that as you apply your mindfulness and your wisdom in this way, that the breath will reappear. So we just keep going with the practice, breath by breath. As concentration goes on developing, it's very natural that the breath becomes more and more subtle, not stronger and sharper. times the mind and the heart may easily get tired during the early stages of this practice as this practice slowly unfolds as it takes considerable effort this practice does if the mind gets too tired then the practice can often become a struggle and so it won't be successful. It's important to keep the energy balanced, bright, light, and high in order to stay out of the realm of struggle. Some people have such a long and strong habit of struggle that it, in fact, may at first be hard to even recognize it as unskillful, as unwholesome, as an unwholesome attitude, unwholesome actions, and then to simply let it go. 
but in time, with wholesome intention and wise effort and the great heart of kindness and patience, the mind, the heart, will learn to stay out of the realm of struggle or simply learn to let go of it. Two very important aspects of our practice is relaxation and wise effort. True relaxation has nothing to do with lethargy or laziness. It's an alert ease in body and mind. Wise effort manifests with a bright, relaxed effort. So making an effort in your practice with these qualities of mind and body in the forefront. Wise effort isn't tight, it's not tense. These mental and physical states are products of over-efforting. And they won't allow the development of concentration and tranquility. A lethargic approach to practice also prohibits the development of concentration. It's like tuning a guitar. If the strings are too loose, the music will be out of tune. If the strings are too tight, they'll break. And in either case, we can't play. So just as any musician does, in order to play this beautiful music of concentration and tranquility, we need to tune up regularly. Wise effort and relaxation.
And so it's uh, time for uh, small group practice discussions for some of you and walking meditation for others. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.